0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on yet another sunny day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Paul Edwards, Managing Director of KPP Search, a specialist recruitment business based in London. Paul, hello. Hi, Matthew. Hello, thank you for coming on the program today. Now normally we talk all about leadership, but considering the ongoing COVID outbreak, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you how has this affected your operation?
1: Uh it's been it's been significant. So we we recruit for positions within audit risk and compliance and we do that worldwide. So we've seen a real spectrum of the impact across various different geographies and different industries.
0: And has this had a uh, large scale effect on your organization do you feel that it will take years to recover from this or do you think that you're going to bounce back quite quickly
1: i think um, I think for us for us we will be able to bounce back quite quickly because we firstly the types of positions that we specialize in within that corporate governance space are quite resilient to downturns in the market um, so these these guys who work in audit and risk are typically always in demand, and those headcounts then uh, tend to stay uh, they stay put in organizations even though hiring freezes might be put on across other projects across those businesses.
0: Now we know you look at the uh, job market as a whole. I know that uh, your uh, field is particularly safe at the moment. What do you think we're looking at uh, in regards to employment uh, over the next uh, 12 to 24 months?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's broadly speaking, there's been an enormous impact and downturn. Um, a lot of the blue chip companies out there have put on blanket hiring across across the board. And then for any positions to be approved, it's often reaching right up to the global CFO or the CEO for approval on a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, and, and that goes across all various geographies, various regions. So it's a huge impact, generally speaking.
0: And how will organizations such as recruitment consultancies fare uh, in this new world?
1: I think it really depends on the sectors that they're exposed to, first of all, and the secondly, the geographies that they're exposed to. Mm-hmm. So for us individually, we're, we're very diverse in both of those areas. So we 've been able to find pockets of activity either across the world or in certain business sectors such as healthcare or food production that are still going but if you for example, if you were a recruitment business specialized purely on the hospitality sector or the travel industry, then your entire client base would have been would have been offline mm. from March onwards
0: Well, it would be a difficult uh, period to transverse, but it'll be interesting to see where we are when this is all settled. Uh, We should move on to the subject of leadership. I always like to start this part of the conversation off by asking the same simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: Uh, It's the person who steers the ship. That's what it means to me.
0: And how would you describe your leadership style?
1: Uh, Personally, I I like to be open and transparent to everyone that is within, within my sphere of leadership. Um, and kind of bring people into the conversation as much as I can. Uh, And then once we have all of the information in front of us, I think that the next important thing is to be decisive in whatever decisions you're taking. It's important to just have a clear direction and and move forward with a sole focus.
0: Now, when it comes to leadership, we believe that it is a learned behavior, not an innate one. Uh, So let's look back into your past when you first began uh, your working life. Did you have any role models who shaped the way uh, in which you look at leadership?
1: Um, I think when I think about my upbringing, I, I was always in leadership positions, whether it was in school sports teams or uh, academic kind of subgroups. I was always put forward as as a person to lead a small t- group of people. so there's been there are people in my life for sure that I would have learned those traits from from a young age, such as my father and other uh, other figures as you're growing up through school. but i think in in a working life it was um it was just a case of of adapting those skills into a Monday to Friday working week in a different set of circumstances. But it, it came, it felt quite natural at the time, to be honest.
0: And when it comes to leadership in the next generation, do you believe in a mentor-mentee sort of relationship or do you think it can be more of an ad hoc affair?
1: I think a mentor-mentee relationship is um, is very effective. And I think that, I'm sure there are studies that have been done, I've read them on a high level, that, demonstrate that people who engaged in those relationships as a mentee got a significant amount out of them. And they would, almost all of them would say that it was a, a positive experience. So yeah, I think that's a a really, uh, it's a really good way to further yourself as, a, as an individual and not cut yourself off from ways of developing.
0: And when it comes to developing the next generation of emerging leaders, what's the most important thing for them to know on day one of their new work?
1: Um, I think the I think one really important thing is to always think how other people are perceiving you and be aware that people are looking to you for guidance or support pretty much every time you're interacting with them so it's a case of building that into your everyday uh, your everyday skill set i guess and just being acutely aware of what you mean to those people in order to then act accordingly
0: now when it comes to leadership on a grand scale do you have any uh inspirations when it comes from the world of big business any any role models who you look to today
1: uh, well, I was a huge Manchester United fan growing up, so I've I've read pretty much everything there is to read about Sir Alex Ferguson, um, and I've watched him do countless interviews since he retired. And I think from him specifically, there's a huge emphasis on tailoring your approach to the different individuals that you're you're dealing with, uh, and that that's something that I fully agree with because you, you if you take a one size fits all approach to to everybody, then you're you're really risking cutting some of those people off and and not getting the best out of them.
0: What sort of lessons can people draw from him?
1: Um, Resilience, for sure. Uh, I think he's, he's a person who was obviously extremely successful, but you could look into specific pockets of his career and of his leadership that, were not as successful as the overall picture, and if you if you zoomed in on those specifically, it would be easy to assume that perhaps he was he was going to fail or not make it um, as successful as he did. So resilience is something that I think must be in, in sort of a part of everyone that's a successful leader because there will always be part, uh, times that are difficult and times when things don't go your way.
0: Well, it is an interesting subject to discuss. Unfortunately, our time together has drawn to its close. But Paul, before I let you go, what does the next 12 months look like for KPP Search?
1: Um, so the next the next three months, I would say, are a case of just trading through these very, very difficult market conditions. They're pretty much the toughest I've ever experienced. Um, and then we'll, we'll look to rebuild because we have a, a very strong client base that are already starting to hire again. And and look forward to come out of the COVID situation. So we also have a clear strategy for growth, and we'll just look to execute that, even though it may have been slightly slowed down or paused for a few months. Hopefully we can come out of it pretty successfully within the 12-month period.
0: Well, I do wish you and the entire team at KPP Search the best of luck over the coming weeks and months, and I do hope that you can join us again when things get onto a more even keel. Paul, thank you.
1: Thanks, Matthew. I appreciate it.
0: That was Paul Edwards, Managing Director of KPP Search. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Jeff Hurst. Uh, we're now joined, uh, though, by former England
2: footballer and still the only man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final. Sir Jeff Hurst, uh, thank you very much for coming on today. Uh,
3: You're welcome. You're good afternoon.
2: uh, well, you I, mean, I can tell you true. if you want. You want, you got time. I can tell I you if you want. Jeff, go on, go. On. I think I'd be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay, so I
3: was uh, doing a, a, at a dinner in, in the channel lines, three or four hundred people, black tie dinner, uh, guest of honor. Mm-hmm. And this occasion I was speaking for about 20 minutes, then allowing uh, questions from the audience at the end of the evening. And there was, there was a football questions. And then all of a sudden I heard, a, I heard somebody at the back who Um, and completely uh, not think about their role as the boss of an organization. And I think that's, you're completely focused, you're always thinking about uh, things, thinking about improvements, and it's just dedication and uh, uh, attuning your life to being successful.
2: Excellent. Well, Jeff, on that point, thank you very much for joining us today.
3: You're welcome. Very good to, it's nice to have a talk about this and just go over this, go with the past and just. Uh,